Hello all of you wonderful people out there, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. My name is Lee. And my name is Chuck. And this week we are going to be discussing the 2000 film Memento, written and directed by Christopher Nolan, starring Guy Pearce, Carrie Ann Moss, and Joe Pantaleano. Did you realize that Jonathan Nolan was actually the original writer of the short story? I but did. Oh, it was all, but yeah, That's pretty cool. I, they've written together before he's i mean yeah he's credited as a screenwriter for um for batman and everything so yeah i never noticed that until i was reading up on this that's pretty cool so memento um mm. this, this is an old one this is a really this, well compared to some other things that we've done this isn't that old no but i'm saying like as far as movies that you and i have spoken about you know over the years um this is one that i'm surprised that it's taken us this long to finally talk about I'm I'm sure there is a, a plethora of movies. Like, <laughs> <gonna> yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of movies that are going to be on that list, dude. We, we, well, we, considering considering we've done like Goofy movie on here and, and all this other <laughs> Superman three, um, I'm surprised we never we never talked Memento. Okay, so this movie's a weird one to talk about because of the way that it's the way that it's laid out. It's going to be, it was incredibly difficult for me to take these notes because you kind of have to go back and forth and especially when you know the ending, you kind of have to ignore that you know the ending in order to get any kind of like enjoyment out of this. Like this is not, I'm going to be really honest. I love this movie, but the replay value is not that high. It's a good once or maybe even twice through, you know, this your second time through the way that you understand everything and you can watch it with fresh eyes. After that... Uh, the mystery and and is is gone and from you're kind of just watching it for at this point 22 years later nostalgia purposes i guess i mean i i can't really think about any other reason why this movie would be high on anybody's list i don't i, I that's but that's just my opinion i don't I, so yeah, I, I would i wouldn't necessarily say that it's like I mean, for me, I've definitely watched it two or three times in the past, but that was like 15 years ago the last time I viewed it. Yeah. So so that being said, I'm like, I watched it again. I'm kind of like, I, I know that everybody's kind of, any everybody is using him. So go into it with that and try to pick up on all the little subtleties as we're working our way backwards. Um, sure. So this time, it's yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I haven't watched it myself since it, you know, early, early 2000s, like when it first came out just a few years later. And for me, watching it again, like I remember the premise of the story, but there were things that I forgot about because it's been so long. Um, that is it a movie where I'd watch it, you know, once a year, twice a year? Definitely not. But given that 20 year span, 22 year span or so, um, there was enough that I didn't remember that watching it again. I was like, oh, that's right. It makes like I like I forgot like what he does at the very end of the movie to actually start the movie off. Um, you know, that whole, you know, where he creates, he kind of creates everything, you know, that I, I forgot about. But everything else is kind of more like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. But uh, still a fantastic movie, though. It was fantastically written. But to your point, Will. I agree. You you can't watch this more than two with like more than once or twice, and because then it's not fun. You're like, no, I know it's what happens. not fun. 
like after after your third time through this movie, I feel like there's nothing else for you to really grab onto. Everything is kind of explained out for you the way that it's um the way that it's shot. And you can definitely the one thing I will say about this that I really enjoyed is you can definitely see Christopher Nolan's early influences in something like Pulp Fiction, the way that it's just like here's this timeline and then here's this timeline over here and the way that he's working himself backwards here. It's, I mean, it's definitely the, the inspiration from Pulp Fiction is all over this movie, especially when you, you're going through these two separate timelines, one moving forward and one moving backward, and they both kind of cleverly meet at the end. I really did enjoy that. So there, there is that. That's, that's, that's what I will say about this opening up. I really don't know how else to... To talk, to talk about something like this it's re- it's a really odd movie for us to be talking about like this i don't think we've ever done anything i don't think lee and i have ever done anything where it's a very um staccato-esque time thing going on like it's it's not easy for me to well yeah because it's true because i used to always think that the end was the beginning and but really the end is actually the middle of the story because when he's in the hotel talking about everything it actually leads up to that and then the story that you're seeing so you know to break it down when you're looking at the movie what's happening in you know moving forward is in black and white and what's happening in the past is in color right and then they converge at the end one leads up to the end and one so the that ending is actually kind of like the middle of the story and then it takes off again. If that makes any sense at all. Well, the, the, the ending is the end of the timeline moving forward. Right. And, and it's the, the, the start. Ending, the, ending, the, ending is, the ending is the conclusion of the timeline moving forward. And, the and it's the start of the, of the timeline, timeline moving backwards. Which is why I say it's the middle of the story. I guess... I don't know if I would agree with that 100%. Well, if you if you have this point, one point, and you have the beginning moving forward and it ends here, and then it starts here from the end of the story, and can, no one can see what I'm doing right now, but it starts here and it continues on, The that now it becomes the middle of the story. They just placed it strategically at the end of the film where they both converge at the end. Mm-hmm. But if you did that storyline as one big storyline the black and white part of the movie first and it ended there, it would continue in the color part and that would be the middle of the movie. Huh. If that makes any sense. I seem to remember when I originally watched this, I seem to remember there was a a, a version of this movie that kind of moves succinctly. Isn't there? Am I wrong about that, Lee? Uh, I think, uh, I think they did something like that. Somebody made like, a version. I mean, back when this came out, they didn't have a lot of people making their own stuff. No. For example, like you know, hey, let's find a torrent here, and then like, I mean, cut it I'm, and I'm not talking about famine. I'm talking about like a studio right. approved um, copy of this film that the timeline is succinct. I, I, it sounds familiar, but then again, I might be confused. Like it was it a certain way that you navigate. I remember it being like a certain way that you navigated on, like the DVD itself, like unlocked a, 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 a oh, way for this movie right. to be to be viewed. You're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. right. Um, there is there is something like that. So um, there's a Blu-ray extra that lets you watch the movie in chronological order. It's a Blu-ray version. It knew. No. Yeah. This is I because re- I remembered. 
<laughs> I, I know. Well, I mean, it, there, there, there is, there is a DVD version. Yes. But you have to, you have to play games. You to have get to play to games it. in the menu. Because I remember doing this. Right. One weekend. I, I did too. I remember. I looked it <laughs> no, up. No, I remember doing this no, one weekend no. <laughs> at his house. Hang on, at his house. I remember too. It was yes. it, it, that. That was yeah, a no, weekend. That was my house. That that was Bob's. That was house. Bob's that was my house. Father, my father-in-law's house. So we were living in his home. Yeah, and, um, that that was a weekend. Oh my! Yeah. Yeah. I remember so, you you spent you spent hours trying to figure it out. We we all because I was gonna I was like Lee, how do I watch this movie? Because I didn't want to pay. You know, I didn't want to pay Amazon to to watch this movie just one time. Right. Um. And it's not streaming anywhere else. The sad thing was, was a month ago it was streaming. I forget which, but it was on. I think either HBO or Netflix. Um, now it's off, so I was like, I had to pay for it. But Lee goes, I have the movie. Let's go watch it. So we plug it in. And we start watching the. We try to start watching the movie, and there's this whole like you have to do this and then do this and then do this. And it took us like it twenty like, minutes to just play the movie. Yeah, <laughs> we just we just want to watch it. So I've got I've got like the two disc like special edition, you know, blockbuster blah 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 special, and just to watch it, we had to play games. Yeah, I'm like I just want to watch the movie. Yeah, and I'm like, did you catch did you catch all the all the words they said they said before? It's like you know, click all these words. And he goes, no, they went too fast. I'm like, yeah, I thought they did. I'm like, I have no idea. Huh. Um, no, no, no. Uh, so what do we do? So yeah, there is that version that you we watched. So Will you use the same box set that I had, trying to figure out how to watch it in order. And it, yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah, it was. It's this movie was a big deal. So Christopher Nolan was not a well known act. Uh, sorry, not actor director at this time. The only thing he had out. up before this was a, a an indie film called The Following, which I have still I have yet to see that movie. I have not seen that right. movie yet. So. Yeah. Well, it's cool when you see, when you look at this, you get other movies that, that you know, like, hey, check these out too. You get the prestige, obviously, Christopher Nolan. Fits oh, right so, in. wait a minute, wait, wait. I didn't realize Nolan did the prestige. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. You think about that movie for half a second. Oh, you'd be like, yeah. oh, duh. It, oh, duh. It does make sense because now that it, that does, it is his it's style. Completely movie. his style. And then he did, I just yep. never. And then after, after the prestige, he did Prisoner, didn't he? Wasn't that the next big release that did, he did? Didn't see prisoner with um sure. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. No, 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 no. not not the prisoner. No, pri- pri- um, oh. was, was prisoner the one with Christian Bale or with Adrian Brody? No, um, Hugh Jackman, right? Well, eh, whatever. Sure. Oh no, prison. No, prison. Prisoners. The one with with uh, Hugh Jackman and and Jake Gyllenhaal. And at is the that end, the one at, where at the end the um the 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 killer his, at the end of that movie was? Don't say it. Don't say it. I didn't. I didn't. I never watched it. Don't oh, say okay. It. Never mind. Yes, then. you have. Yes, I you did. have. No, no. It's I the didn't. one where they where his his daughter, right? Yes. Nah, I didn't. I, I fell asleep. I fell asleep. Oh. How did you fall asleep in that movie? That, How, yeah, that was really. Too, well, well, because the person who was watching it with us kept asking questions, <laughs> and I'm like, if you're gonna ruin the movie for me, I'm just checking out. So I checked out and fell asleep. Yeah, we need to watch that came out. We should watch that, that movie. Two thousand thirteen. Prisoner came out in two thousand thirteen. Prisoners with an S, uh, plural, came out in two thousand thirteen. Well, as opposed to the Prisoner, which was Jackie Chan. So yeah, um, twenty thirteen. That was that a fantastic was, movie too. Yeah, but the, the the top four that come up where it's like, hey, more like this is the Prestige, The Departed, Seven, and Shutter Island, all of which I love. So, um. Oh, and then after that, you got Django Unchained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this suspects. is not none of this. I don't. 
Anyways, yeah, this- <laughs> so the movie opens uh, properly in reverse, which is apt, I guess, with a man, Guy Pierce, who's playing a gentleman by the name of, what's his name in this movie? Lenny? Um, Lenny. Yeah. Leonard. And he's, there is a Polaroid that's being de-developed. It goes back into that. the camera. You see the scene of like just a bloody mesh dripping back upwards. The gun flies back into Guy Pierce's hand and Joe Pateliano comes back to life. Which is just hilarious. Like just Joe Pantoliano throughout this entire movie is fantastic. Joe Pantoliano <laughs> is amazing in everything he's in. I I think that he he. I is wouldn't such say a, everything. Well, I I'd say that everything he's in, his character, is is so realistic. Like he's just he's fed up. He's always fed up. He's always got this attitude that's just like, hey, 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 look at me. like. Can, he, can we? Got, can he, we? Can we talk Daredevil? And then you can take that. You can. You can really quickly no, take we, that comment back. We, was he the cop in that? I don't. He remember was the. He was the. All. He was. He was the. Um, the reporter. Whatever. We don't talk about Daredevil. All so, right? so, so that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying you can now retract that comment that you just made Chuck and I are on the same page with that one that's why I said I wouldn't say everything because the first thing I thought was well Daredevil so I'm I'm not saying every movie he was in was good I'm just saying that he's good okay Um, I'm saying he's good like his character is always he's always the same character He's always the same guy. He's like, hey, 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 hey. He's like, he's like a Joe Pesci, but not a Joe Pesci. You know, little guy with a high voice does his thing. There's nobody like Joe Pesci. No, I'm, let's just I get that out of the Pesci. way right now. You can't compare anybody no. to Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is Joe Pesci, and I'm sorry. Right. Even the Matrix, he he's not his normal character. Like he is in The Fugitive or U.S. Marshals or anything like that. Bad he's, boys, bad boys, bad boys. Yeah. He did fantastic. He was in. amazing as the like, captain. Oh, yeah. He was the captain in Bad Boys. He's fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> and to perfect. and to Lee's point in Bad Boys in in all of them. He's fed up. He's fed up with yeah, all of done. their baloney. He's <laughs> completely fed up with everything. It's fantastic. Anyways, so the next scene, and this, I'm going to break this down that way. I'm just going to go scene by scene because it's it's really important that you you kind of go through this movie as chronologically as possible. The next scene, we get um, Lenny, who's meeting up with Joe Pantelliano, who's playing a gentleman by the name of Teddy. We immediately learn that Lenny has a m- mental condition. He's suffering from some type of mental disorder we just don't know what it is yet there is a photo that lenny has of teddy and on the back of it it says don't believe his lies and i gotta say it's 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 warranted this this line don't believe his lies because a couple of times in this first scene teddy flat out tries to lie to lenny about a couple of different things oh yeah the car the car the truck in the parking lot it's 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 more than one and the car is something that reoccurs Throughout their interactions in this movie. It's ridiculous. Okay, so the two travel to an abandoned building. They come across a truck in the parking lot. Teddy looks at the truck and says, eh, that thing's been here for years. And Lenny's like, well, no, it hasn't. The tracks are only a couple of days old. What are you talking about? The two head inside. Lenny has a series of Polaroids that he's looking through to try to piece together exactly what's happening. And, yeah. Um, Sorry. That's when we see the scene where Lenny finally attacks Teddy. We don't really know why yet. We just know that that's basically what it says on the back of this Polaroid. He's the one and kill him. Right? Yep. Sure. Yeah. I would have loved. Hi, my name is Tom. 
like throughout <laughs> the entirety of this film. Hi, oh, of course. my name is Tom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Tom. Yeah, that that's the comedic version of this movie. Basically, Adam Sandler watched this movie and says, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> What are you talking about? What? What about Adam Sandler? Um, 50, 50, 50, 50 first, first dates. Oh, jeez. God. Okay. <laughs> We're moving. We're, we, are, we are moving on. In the next scene, we see Lenny waking up in a hotel room. He's trying to piece together what he, where he is and what he's doing. He talks about the importance of having... He talks about how important it is to have a system if you're going to be able to live with this condition. We see him write down, kill him on the back of Teddy's note. Then he asked the guy at the front desk to hold all of his calls, but if Teddy calls, to let him know immediately. He goes on to say that the last thing that he remembers is his wife, and just then Teddy walks in to the lobby, and we pick up where the first scene leaves off. Lenny has an envelope that he got from a woman named Natalie. It's a copy of Teddy's real name, which is John Gemmel. And as Lenny is getting undressed, we see that he's covered in tattoos all about who raped and murdered his wife, John G, the license plate number, etc. His body is basically just a giant notepad, which I think is really clever if you're going to be living with a condition like this. If you really want to remember something, just get it tattooed on your body. I think that's really cool. Right. Yep. Well, it's it, that way it doesn't get lost. Okay. Makes some sense. So then he goes to a diner to meet up with Natalie, who's being played by Carrie Ann Moss. She hands over the paperwork for a John G and asks if he really wants to go through with this, even if he won't remember. Do you really want to go through with this? Are you sure about this? Lenny goes on to say that his wife deserves vengeance. And just because he closes his eyes, it doesn't mean that the world stops, which I think is also really important for this character to be talking about right here. Lenny then asks him if he can remember his wife at all. Close your eyes. Do your best job. And he does, but he doesn't remember specific. Bleh. He doesn't remember specifics. He just kind of remembers like a feeling or, or, or a smell or just like kind of being in that moment. Hey, quick question for you. Go ahead. Not to, not to stop you. No, go ahead. But, but to uh, stop it, it's, you. It's welcomed. I don't, I don't just want to be sitting here talking. The two of you can jump right. in whenever so you I'm want. Think, so I'm thinking with the way that this film plays out, um, <laughs> going, doing our normal routine of going through notes and talking about everything – it may be it may be weird. Yeah. Um, so we knew what it was gonna be. Yeah. So, so what if and, and this is I know that we're still recording and this is kind of, you know No, go ahead. In the midst of it. What if we change things up a little bit and we just discuss the story as a whole for this particular one without going note by note, like scene by scene, because it's well, this was the past, this is the future, this is the past. And we can use your notes to kind of guide it, but more just have open conversation versus going <sighs> down by line by line kind of wish we agreed on that beforehand because then i would have structured my notes that way <laughs> i mean if i'm you just thinking idea, of this i'm just i'm just thinking of this now no, so I do. if you, if you so. have an if either one of you have a better idea of how to do this one i i'm i'm open for it nope i purposely said will wants to take this one over okay have fun <laughs> i have no idea how to approach this movie besides just going through what we know of it um so why don't we just place. Why don't so. we just do that then? Why don't we just we'll use will you have all the notes? Will uh, do you have uh, it broken up in what's past and what's present? Yes. You do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Yep. This is going to be a this is going to be a fun one. Well, no, um, we can we, oh, listen, we can try it your way. 
we can, you know, we can, we can absolutely try it your way and just, but I, 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 I think because if you think about it, when you're watching the, when you're, when you're watching the movie in reverse, you're literally watching the movie in reverse. So what happens is for those people who are, they can't, they haven't watched the movie yet. If you haven't watched the movie, what are you doing? Listening to us. Um, but it literally shows you like five to 10 minutes of the film. And then when it cuts back to the to that part of the movie, it cuts to 10 minutes prior to that and it plays up to that scene again. So it yes. always, it always, you know, it goes further and further back and it's catching up with itself. Um, so it's weird because when you're talking about it, like, okay, she's at the diner. And then the next time we talk about her, it's going to end where she's at the diner walking in, giving him this note. Absolutely. Um, or he, she's, I'm sorry, he's entering the diner and she has the note for him. Um, so let's just, let's just keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was just trying no, to figure no, out like, no. it's, it's, it's fine. It's a weird, we've never done a movie like this before. It's so odd. <laughs> so, so as we talked before, so we did, oh my man, like way when we first started doing uh, the podcast as a podcast, uh, Will and I did Tenet right after it came out. We watched it a few times. We watched it, it on HBO. Like once and a half a piece. Like that wasn't the problem with Tenant. The problem with Tenant is that's a movie that you have to watch several times to truly appreciate and understand everything that's going on in that movie. Otherwise, you're going to be lost. And I brought this right. up when we did Tenant. The whole reason why that movie is like that is because Christopher Nolan saw all the backlash that he got after doing Interstellar and how handholdy that was. So he just went in the right. complete opposite direction and doubled down on this nonsense. So exactly. He t- exactly. He he took what he wanted to do with Memento and just blew it out of the water. Way out of the water. Way out of the water. And so all of us were like, huh? And we did talk about wanting to revisit that. I think maybe someday we will. We're not right. We're not ready for it yet. I did rewatch it because I thought we were gonna do it soon. Um, and even so, I'm watching it again, going, "Wow, I just, wow, this movie's nuts." But Memento, it's easy to follow because. There's a, there's a few parts in here that I'm still kind of confused about because they didn't make it very clear and very obvious, but that's what leaves it up in the end. When you get to the end of this movie, which is technically the beginning, you still have questions. Okay, so let's do and this I like then. That. Let's do this. Let's do this then. Instead of me going through the movie scene by scene the way that I have been, let's talk about each character individually and see if we can get somewhere with that. And if we can't, we can't, okay. and we'll just release whatever we have. How yep. do we feel about Lenny as a character or Leonard, like the way that he wants to be called? Is this a real condition? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of different instances in this movie where it's suggested that he's either A faking or B, it's just a psychological disorder that he's going through. There's there's nothing in this movie that suggests that it's physical. You get the whole thing later on about how conditioning and 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 repetition and just basic recognition should still be there like all of that stuff should still he should still be cognizant of everything else that's going on so thoughts so because we're breaking it we're breaking it down here and we're not going linearly we can just tear down the walls yeah, and go, go ahead right into whatever go ahead let's just do so that so the reality is we get the Sammy Jacobs character right Sammy Jacobs is this guy who had the similar type of mental or medical or whatever neurological disorder issue because of some type of trauma or whatever happened to him where he would forget things after 
so many minutes. Well, like they were him and his, his, him his, his, his intention. Right. Huh? Him and his wife were in a car accident. Right. And he suffered. So and what, it's not it's not explicitly said in this movie what exactly happened to him. But it's inferred that he took a bump to the noggin and now he's just living with the short term memory loss disorder. Um, yeah. There's a lot of insurance talk about what's going on here with Sammy specifically, that Lenny was an insurance uh, claims investigator, and he came to find out that Sammy should be able to create new memories because of some test that he went through. There is nothing to suggest that it's physical, and his insurance didn't cover anything mental, so they just went the other way with it and said, well, nope, your claim is denied. Right. So, the big thing that comes down here is, at one point we get this whole thing with, with Joe, you know, Teddy, where he's basically saying, no, there is no Sammy Jacobs. You talk about it all the time. Yes. It was your wife. Your wife was the one who was diabetic, you know. So then it makes me go, okay, but he does have this condition. He does have this condition where he forgets after 10, 15, or, you know, however many minutes based on when his attention is lost. You know, once he gets distracted and he and he gets, like, um, knocked off of his track, you know, his thought track. Because mm-hmm. remember, he was looking for the pen in that, in that scene. He's like, gotta write this down, gotta write this down. But as soon as he heard the car door slam, he was distracted. That's, when he, that's when he got distracted. So it's not a time, it's a matter of like, once he loses connection with his thought, that's when he loses it. Once something else comes in the way to, to throw him off track. So, um, I don't think I'd necessarily agree with that. At the end of this movie, uh, we see him... We see him consciously. Well, he consciously throws his thought process off track. He so consciously that. throws his thought process off. Right. No, he can do that too. Okay. But my point is, it's not a it's not a time limit. It's not like he's got ten second Tom. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Tom. Right. You know, it's it's a matter of like after this much time goes by. No, it's it's at once he, you know, either deliberately does it and says I'm moving on or gets sidetracked and moved on. Right. You know, that's when and, things change. And you see... So this condition's real. The condition is real. It's pretty obvious the condition's real. But I'm trying to think, then who the heck is Sammy Jenkins? It's him. It's him. Okay, but why does he have the memory of this guy? He, if, he doesn't have the memory of if, this guy. He doesn't. He has his own memory. He has his own memory, and he just utilized his own memory of that to justify what he's doing. That's how, what. That's okay, why this so, movie suggests that he's full of it. So he has remember Sam, remember Sammy Jankus written on him, right? Yes, that's written on his arm. Yes. So he remembers Sammy Jankus. Yes. Now how how does remember Sammy Jankus remind him of this other story that's not him somehow? Because he created it. He created it when before he got before he had oh, the so trauma. It's kind of like. It's kind of like in Shutter Island that you you realize that he created this whole story to make himself feel, you know, good about what's going on. There's a difference there, though. There's a difference there because in Shutter Island, he didn't have 15 minutes of memory. He had a traumatic experience and then he, you know, moved on and then whatever after that. Well, so did he. The difference just, here is they got. He did yeah, that's too. exactly what's happening mm, here. He did this too is a, it's because a traumatic experience that happened to him. Where he realizes yeah, that. But his, he also has so, a memory. So well, his so wife. That was his, his wife. wife that was, did that. Hang on. His wife was assaulted. She survived mm-hmm. the assault. He took a bump on the noggin. It was a traumatic experience. That's why. His memory of Sammy Jenkins, I don't think it's so much Sammy's story. I think it's so much that Sammy's problem was psychological. 
this is but not Sammy this is exist. not a physical thing that's Did going on. Sammy exist. No. According to Te- well, according to Teddy, Sammy existed, but Sammy did not have a wife. Oh, okay. Sammy did have a wife, and that's why he kept on saying she was in that she injected herself with the, for the diabetes three times. That's Lenny's story. That's Lenny's story. And he's telling it as Sammy's story, and then you see Teddy saying that was you. That whole time, it was you. And can, can I ask a question? Do we even believe Teddy? I do. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I don't know anymore. I believe Teddy. After watching this movie you believe this Teddy. Third, third or fourth time. I believe Teddy, I don't yes, know because what I believe. he's like, yeah, I'm actually one of your only friends, and I've been doing this with you for, what, five years now? Six years, whatever it was? Then um, why does he lie to him? He lies to him all about the car. He lies to him about the truck. He lies to him all about Natalie. He lies to him about Dodd. Like, he, he, he's constantly misdirecting this guy like he's using his he's using his psychological disorder to his own advantage in this movie you like there's 200 see. grand in the back seat there's 200 grand in this jaguar that sam that that teddy's been trying to get his hands on throughout the, the course of this entire movie like if he's his friend and he's actually actively trying to help him why is that even a thing in this film that's why I'm saying, like, I, I, I don't know if I necessarily believe everything that's coming out of Teddy's mouth, which makes it even more difficult because you can't believe anything that Lenny's saying either because he actively lies to himself. That's the whole point. That's the whole point? Yeah. Chris Nolan wanted to leave us with questions, just like he did with Tenet. There's an answer in this movie, though. And... Not really. Well, there is. There's there's an, a a semi implied answer. However, nothing is actually set in stone and and direct. That's what made it good. That's what makes this movie still good today. Even if you know you can't watch it like every few weeks and be like, I still love this movie. You know, it's it's still a good movie because nothing was directly implied and said, here's the answer. Good night, everybody. They left it open ended because that's why we're having this conversation right now. What? Okay, I just, I, I don't know. Uh, what is open ended to you? Specifically, what are we talking about right specifically, now? Specifically, what what about this movie is open ended? What's 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 the question that you that, that that you're still asking yourself after after twenty years of this? Who's faking <laughs> of it? This movie. What was true about Sammy Jenkins? About his story, what was true? And what was actually Lenny's story? All of it was true. It was all Lenny's story. So you're saying all of it, including the diabetes. Yes. Will is saying otherwise. No, I'm not. I'm saying that... Teddy says otherwise. Teddy says that Sammy didn't have a wife. That's the only information about Sammy that we get from Teddy. No, he did have a wife. Therefore, no. Te- therefore, there was no diabetes. No, he said that Sammy. Does- Sammy, the, the 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 line of dialogue at the end of this movie when Lenny and Teddy are confronting each other about everything that Lenny is doing, and then Lenny goes into his whole story about Sammy Jankus. Teddy says flat out, Sammy didn't even have a wife. That was your wife with diabetes. Right. Right. Teddy said that. Teddy says that. Right. Teddy, but but with Lenny. Leonard, he was saying, with his, with him telling the story of Sam, of Sammy Jenkins, he was saying that this is what's going on because it was actually his wife that was that had diabetes and let him 
and she was testing him by letting him inject her three times, which then caused her to OD. Um, that's his. That's Lenny's story. That's and he just he just he just utilized this, you know, facade of a character known as Sammy Jenkins to, to, to for lack of better words to to cover up the guilt and the shame that he probably felt because of what happened because he took the blame. If what for you're it. saying, if what you're saying is true, then Lenny remembers everything. Right, and that again is why we're having this conversation. So my point is, if we're all divided here then it was left open-ended because we can debate this because nothing was totally saying, Hey, here's exactly what happened. This was not closed. Maybe it was not, maybe it wasn't on the nose as much as we thought it was. That's my point. That's why this, this time rewatching it, I was like, Oh, I didn't have questions before. I thought, I thought it was done. But after watching it this time, I was like, no, 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 there's more to this than I thought. And I really enjoy it now more it it gave new life to this whole movie for me because now I have questions because I'm like, wait, they didn't explain this because if, if what, where is the line between what is Sammy's story and what is Leonard's story? If you're okay. So I'm just going off of what Chuck said that he believes Teddy. I didn't get an answer from you, Lee. Do you believe Teddy? I don't know. Okay, so Chuck, you at the beginning of this thing, you said that you believe Teddy. If you believe Teddy, then you have to believe that Sammy didn't have a wife. Okay, yep. I believe that the that, whole thing. I th- believe that, that, that the, Sammy didn't have a wife because Sammy is not even real. Lenny had a wife, and Lenny tried to create this character to cover up the guilt and the shame that he felt for what happened. Which then leaves so then the, Lenny which remembers then, everything. Which then leaves the question that how does Lenny remember everything? How could he create a story if he has no short term memory? Because here's the thing: a lot of people in short term with short term memory cases, they will have their long term memory up until a certain point. It's from that point of the traumatic event on that is short term memory loss. So the question here, so hold on. So the question here is. Did his traumatic event happen when he hit himself on the head in the bathroom and got hurt? Or is the traumatic event actually when his wife passed away, he felt guilty about it, and from that point on, it caused the short-term memory loss? Because he has, because That's a better question. Because that, because that, that, that right there that, actually I think, triggered me, what happened me, in the bathroom. To me, that's pretty simple to answer. If he wants, if he wants insurance money, he's going to fake it to make it. For years, though? Well, we don't know how long it was. Well, according to Teddy, until, I mean, I'm talking. I'm talking Teddy, about five or six years. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about so the incidents happen. His wife is assaulted. Lenny takes a bump on the head and he fakes it to make it up until the point where he ODs his wife. That could be a psychological thing. So you could have. But that's not what I'm. That say- could be. That could be the psychological event. That's not his, what I'm saying. His lo- hang on. His long term memory could very well be. He had an insurance claim with some guy named Sammy, and everything about Sammy was true, just not the wife part. Everything about Sammy was true about Lenny. What I'm trying to say is the bathroom scene happened. He hit his head. Not, you don't always have short-term memory loss because you hit your head. Sometimes it could take something additional to that small bump that causes that short-term memory loss or the the issue. So he bumps his head. It could have been, you know, the story up until his wife 
could have just been him dealing with what he was dealing with and not really being there. But then when his wife does pass, he then becomes, you know, that's when it really just triggers it at that point. Which now even saying that triggers the question, okay, was he truly, like you were saying, was he faking it until his wife passed away? And then for real from that point on, was it I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty, conven- <laughs> that's pretty convenient that he would get the exact same thing that he was faking. Right. Unless. But, unless but it also poses, would he go through all it? of this work that he's been doing? I mean, that folder was thick. If he's going through all of this work for years and that's all he's doing, that's a lot, of, especially after she's passed away, that's a lot of faking it. That's a lot, a lot of faking it after she passed it's really funny that you bring that's, up the folder commitment. because there's a lot of there's 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 also some things in this movie that suggest that Lenny's purposely forgetting things. Like there's pages missing out of this out of this thing. There are there are lines all in this police yeah, report things, that's been redacted. Are redacted. Yeah. yeah. Well, the fact that at the very end, the fact that he goes, you know what? I'm gonna find another person. I'm gonna make it, and he makes it his friend basically, and he goes after Teddy. That right there, or he just says, you know what? I'm gonna. He's. He's he's found like Teddy says that he's found the the the, kill, the the person who did this years ago, and now he's just been creating the same person. Who, which begs another question: Teddy was setting up the person in that barn from the beginning. With oh, the, of course, with the money. How many people did this cop Teddy? Because he's a cop. How many people did he pull aside to let Lenny just? Murder. <laughs> That's why I don't believe Teddy. I personally think that Teddy's full of it. Like, I don't believe a word that comes out of Teddy's mouth. Right, but he only wrote that line, don't believe what he says, he's full of lies, whatever he says, only because he wanted to shift his his memory to this is who, he's the really he's really the bad guy. Yeah, but he's not wrong for doing that. No. Teddy's lying to him. Yep. Throughout this movie, Teddy's lying to him, so Lenny's not... Yeah, but Lenny's every, every single reasoning. person in this movie is lying. I mean, even Natalie. She... <laughs> she, 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 she... Natalie has a reason. Natalie has a reason to lie to Lenny because Lenny killed her boyfriend. True. That's a big like, deal. Lenny shows up at the bar in her boyfriend's car, in her boyfriend's clothes, with the with the uh, the, the coaster right. in his pocket, talking about <laughs> meet me here later. And he's just acting like everything's fine and dandy, and she knows exactly what's up because his, her her boyfriend was probably up to no good, and she figured, oh, he's dead. You're here now in his car, in his clothes. Great, perfect. And she she messes with him the the entire time. Everybody I, messes with him the entire time. The only person who is actually... She has a reason, though. She's the only person in this movie that I don't blame. She actually has somewhat of a motive to, to toy with this guy. Like, no, you, you, you did wrong. You killed my boyfriend. Now I'm going to get my revenge. The and only person who toys with him for fun, and it's kind of funny, is the attendant at the hotel. Bert. Bert. <laughs> Bert. <laughs> he just has fun with them, but it's, to no, it's, it's not to anyone's expense. He's just having fun with them. Oh no! It's like, it's, how, it's, how, it's how, at his expense. <laughs> They're renting him two rooms. Oh, and, that's true. And, and I forgot because about he can't that. Remember anything. I forgot. But he's oh, but he tells him that though. <laughs> he tells, but he's he gonna does. forget. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, he's honest. With you. He's like, how how many rooms do I have it right now? Oh, just the two. Just the two. Great. Well, good. At least for you. Be, he's like, is Leisha being honest? And then Bird actually says, "Hey, you're not gonna remember anyways. Who cares? Like, it's ridiculous. It's it's insane. It's absolutely insane." 
Um, there were a couple of things in this movie that really I didn't understand why they happened. So later on in the film, um, we get Lenny, who's making a phone call to an escort service. He basically wants his woman to come by and scatter a bunch of his wife things across the hotel room, well, the motel room, as if they were hers, and then slam the door to the bathroom as loud as she can to wake him up. And then yeah, later on, and then later on, we see him burning his wife's things. Like, and and he actually makes a comment, like, "I probably burned truckloads of your stuff." Like, right. why? Why the escort? Because he can pay someone to do whatever he wants. That's lame. Yeah, he's trying to relive well, it that night. Right. He wants to, he wants to have some sense of normalcy and relive that because it's the last memory he really has, quote unquote. Well, I think that I think so that's it though. It's the last memory that he quote unquote has. I think he's trying I think he's trying to make it so it, the blame isn't on him for the death of his wife. When it really it is. He wants to drive it home. Maybe maybe at that point that's actually a really valid point, Chuck. He he wants to use that to derive it home, so it's more of a, it's more of a memory. So the question comes down: Is he making new memories? Is he reinforcing that memory even more, so it becomes more of a reality, so that it won't be um, toyed with, you know? Because the more he does it, the more it becomes solid in his mind. Okay, maybe. here's here's my question, and maybe I, I, I it was it was. The first half of the movie, when it's played, when it's playing forward, he's on the phone. He's on the phone with with Lenny, right? Yeah. Is it Lenny or who are we talking about? Yeah, I'm sorry. When, who are we talking when, about? Not. I mean, the Lenny. He's on the white. phone with Teddy, right? Teddy. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of what I'm thinking too. It doesn't. Okay, you know what? To, to make, your point, it doesn't make sense your, though. No, to your point, we don't know who he's on the phone with. It is heavily implied that he's on the phone with Teddy, though. Because he says, he says it's a cop. And the only cop we know is Teddy. Else. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is such a... I figured, I'll be honest, when we, when we first talked about doing this movie, I was like, this should be a fun movie. Like, yeah. it'll be easy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not at all. I figured we would Not all be all. on the exact... I figured all. we would all be on the exact same page because we have discussed... This is the most... We've this is dis- the most awkward podcast we've done. Right, but we, we've discussed so many times how on the nose this movie is. It's on... When? Okay, hang on. It's on the nose if you believe Lenny and nobody else. If you think, right. if you think that Lenny is creating new memories, if you think that Lenny is faking it, if you think that Lenny is... Or, or even if you believe that Lenny really does have this condition he's just creating new mysteries for him to solve because he just wants to go around killing every john g he meets then this movie is incredibly on the nose right but then if you go right but from this person's perspective it changes that so now it's no from longer- the perspective but it's from the perspective of teddy who's lying to him that's my only problem with this that's my only problem with teddy is that he's actively lying to him and using his condition to his own advantage right but you realize his, his too- motivations his motivations in this circumstance is the 200 grand that's in the trunk of this car right but that's- what's but what's <laughs> but here's the thing though is lenny is also lying to teddy the whole time so what's How his motive how would he motiv- know what's you his motive you can't 
You can't say that. You can't say that Lenny is lying to Teddy the entire time if you believe that Lenny has this condition. Lenny doesn't know that he's okay, lying. Okay, let me rephrase that. Lenny knowingly started this lie, knowing that he would forget where it started from, um, because Teddy's real name is John G. Sure. Right? Sure. So... Because of that, he created. So the whole premise of his of that movie of the of the movie going that direction, even though he doesn't remember, it was still based off of a lie that he created in his own head to lie to himself. So everyone's lying, Every, including Teddy, Lenny, Bert, Natalie. Everybody's lying in this movie. So no matter who you look at, you go, okay, I don't trust this character. I don't trust that character. I don't trust this character. So. Who do I trust? So if you watch it from Teddy's perspective, it's on the nose. If you watch it from Lenny's perspective, it's on the nose. But when you put them together, no longer on the nose. Exactly. And that's why this last time viewing this movie, I was like, you guys think we can bang this out in one night <laughs> and and another podcast? I don't know. Um, because there's a lot going on here. I mean, we, we probably can. I'm, I'm, I don't doubt we can. But the thing is, there's a lot, there's a lot of meat that's, that's in this movie. And it, it's it's up for debate still. And that was the point. I don't think that it was meant to give anybody a solid answer of who was telling the truth. It's just to be like, hey, if this situation, if this diagnosis was a real deal for somebody in a situation, anybody could be lying, including the person with the diagnosis. And leave it at that. Well, he was right. Well, it, if you but you do find out that he was lying. Not maybe not about the right. maybe not about the diagnosis, but about the fact that he was going after Teddy the entire time. Well, remember I told you when he, when I was looking at the license plate, there was a discrepancy between an I or an L or a, a one. one or an yeah. I. Yeah, it was a one and an and an I. Yeah. I think. And I'm like, no, 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 that said I, and but he put a one. And it's like, no, 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 that's not matching up. Um, there was an issue with there with the license plate. It did not match up right off the bat. It was very clear and very obvious. There was that was I almost want to say that was like an editing mistake that they made it that obvious, you know, that it was off. I don't know. But we get in the very end of the movie, which is the beginning of the movie, that he purposely wrote down um, Teddy's license plate right. as John G's license plate. That was a fact, an undeniable fact, and that's what set the whole thing off for him to go all the way down there and kill Teddy. Oh my gosh, my head is spinning. My head. I know is this spinning. I know. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 have let's let's. I have something that I want to bring up. Let's bring up something a little bit more s- serious. We usually don't get this deep when we do podcasts like this, but I'm 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 gonna bring it up. If you have a psychological disorder, are you lying? I don't. I don't. So here, to answer your question, if we if, hang on, hang on, more more to the point, if we believe. That Lenny has a psychological memory disorder. Can we say for a fact that anything he's doing in this film is a lie? Yes. Well, yes. Really? Absolutely. So I, if he knows, if he knows something is not true, and then sets himself up for later, then yeah, at that moment he lied, setting himself up right. to do something that was wrong. So therefore, he did lie. Because he was. Because he was. Because every time he's in that. Whenever he's in the moment, he's he's lucid in the moment. He's not, you know, like 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 like, like earlier. It's not like every fifteen seconds he's forgetting what happened. Once something 
once his attention is on something, he's there. Once it gets distracted, then he forgets about what, like he, it's like, almost like, Oh, I just forgot what just happened. He in the moment chose and he tells himself, okay, you know what? You want me to go after somebody? I'm going to do that now. And I'm going to make it you. And he purposefully set himself up to believe that, you know what? I'm going to start this knowing that it's going to take me three or four days to turn, to come back full circle to now I have an excuse to, to take you out. Um, so he so, lied to himself. So we've got, we've got a new show coming out soon called Moon Knight. All right. It's about a character with DID. We've touched upon DID before. Actually, we've never even talked about in our podcast, the movie split with 23 different personalities, but, um, Moon Knight is coming out. So let's just say we got these two characters in Moon Knight. Oh man, I forgot them. Like one's Jared or something, whatever. There's two different characters, right? If Jared does something right does that mean that the other guy did something it's well, like hide and seek the physical person <laughs> it's like hide i didn't and see seek. hide and seek i didn't see hide was that was that um de niro that was have you seen you've seen have was you that, seen hide and seek well i've heard of it i know so the yeah concept. it's de niro That's with I'm uh, laughing it's de niro with um what's her name dakota fanning so basically her dad is you know they, they 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 move up north in Vermont. I think it's no upstate New York. And every night she wants to play. She tells her dad every morning that she that this guy Charlie, I think his name is Charlie, wants to play hide and seek with her. Well, come to find out, her dad has a split personality and oh, right. turns into this guy. And he mm. tells her that to not tell him what's going on because it will ruin things. Well. By the end of it, she says something, but the whole time, but he has no memory of what's going on the night before. He thinks that he was fine. And they do say that with people with split personality, when one personality comes out, the other personality is actually dormant or sleeping. So when they come back, they're refreshed and ready to go. Right. Which is weird. Yeah, we've when, touched a lot upon this. I mean, Ch- Chuck and I have witnessed a lot about this in the past year, uh, even past eight months, on top of just what we're been reading here with a bunch of things that are happening with TV shows, movies, and whatnot. But we've got these characters. But the question I'm, I'm really getting at, beyond DID or whatever, but just say, let's just say you've got a character, a person, right, who's got two different personalities. If that body that they both inhabit killed a person... He murdered somebody. Is that person, two personalities, guilty of murder? Yes. Okay. So let's let's say Mark and Jared. Let's just say Jared killed somebody. Is Mark guilty of murder? Yes. Okay then. So did Leonard lie? Absolutely. I don't know if you can. I don't know if these two things can be equated. They can. It's the same thing. No, it's not. DID. DID yes. and short-term memory loss are two completely different things. You cannot equate the same. You can't. They are not equatable at all. They are. Actually, They're not because you don't remember it. You don't remember it, but you did it. That's like saying somebody who's drunk didn't murder somebody. No, it's not. What? Yes. <laughs> no, it's not. Not at all. Somebody. Somebody who's blacked out, not acting in their own way. If anything, somebody that's who's even blacked closer. out. No, somebody who's blacked out, guilty because you did it. If you. Okay, I'm not saying that Lenny isn't 
culpable of murder. Just because Lenny doesn't remember killing people doesn't mean that he's not guilty. What I'm saying uh-huh. is you can't exactly say that he's a liar because he doesn't remember. There's a difference here. He's a liar because he purposely made the in- he made the commitment to say, I'm going to lie and say that this guy did it and call it a fact in, so I can kill him. In, that is a straight no, up lie. No, in the moment. Yes. No, it's not. In the moment when he's talking to Teddy or he's talking to Na- in the moment when he's talking to Natalie and Natalie flat out asks him, do you know my boyfriend? I completely blank on his name. The answer here is no, he doesn't because he doesn't. He doesn't remember. Oh, Jimmy, fine. Oh, yeah. He, he doesn't no, remember no Jimmy. Jimmy. So, no, he doesn't know Jimmy. He's not lying no. there. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, I don't think he's lying there. I think the initial That's lie different. No. was in the That's This is exactly what you're saying, though, right now. No. Yes, no, it is. That's not what I'm saying. Just at because. All. Not at all. Just- not at all. He made the, the actual effort when he knew between right and wrong, between true and false, he said. I am going to make a falsity and call it a fact. There, fine. In that, is that a lie. In that moment. Lie. In that moment, he lies to himself. Fine. Therefore, he is a liar. So this is completely different from somebody with DID who murders somebody and somebody with a memory issue who lies. You can, they are two completely right, so different I think, things. I think you in the moment, say I'm not the saying same at all. Same. In the moment when he... I'm just, I'm just trying to get it through your head. <laughs> What? I'm just trying to get it through your head. It's very it's very much like if somebody makes an effort to do something. Yes, it's very different. That's my point. Is if it was if it was something like that where he went ahead and said, you know, what's your favorite color? And then fifteen minutes later, what's your favorite color and said something else? No, he didn't lie. Because in those fifteen minutes his favorite color was red compared to blue. Whatever. But if if in that moment you say, I know this is true. And I'm going to write something down that's false. If he's coherent for 15 minutes, those 15 minutes he does something that he knows is a lie, then he lied. Yes. There we so, go. And he set but himself not, up. But I, I see what you're saying, Will. And I, I mean, Lee, and I agree with you. But Will, what, what Will is asking is in the rest of the moments when he's living his life, after he does the initial lie, when he is saying something that he quote unquote forgets, is he in those moments a liar? And I would say no. At that point, no. At no. that point, he's not a liar. No. At that point, he's just kind of rolling with what he's got. But the fact that he sat there at one point, right? But that's but that's said, but that I'm going to lie about I get this that, but and make sure that the, my future self I, won't. You I know, get that, but that's this not what Will's, as, as Will's true. asking though. In the moment, like when he comes into the to the diner, and Natalie asks him, you know, about Jimmy. Jimmy, he's like, no. At that the whole point, thing, the, he's the not whole, lying the entire. At that point. The entire scene about you coming in here dressed like that. You can't just order a beer. She's being very passive aggressive. She's not coming right out and saying what she thinks happened. He's not lying in that moment, even though, you know, 15 minutes earlier or whatever, he killed Jimmy. He's not lying to her because he doesn't know. You can't say that he's lying. Not not in that moment. No, that's what Will Will was asking, though. That's the that's the but whole point behind what I'm talk- asking. You can, if he doesn't know that he's lying, you can't call him a liar. That's the whole point of a lot of what this movie is. He but doesn't we can call know. him. We we can call him a liar because we saw him lie. Because we saw him lie. Once. Which set this whole thing off. No, the thing is, the guy who who like beat and raped his wife was caught already. 
So says Teddy. We really, yeah. That's, I was just about to go there. We don't know that because I, we're. I I don't take anything that Teddy says with any merit. I just don't. Right. Well, regardless, it's over and done, and he's got him off on this like quest to go find this guy. Let's just say that what Te- let's just say that the way they lay this out, Teddy Teddy's is a liar t- because he has all of his mental faculties. Right. So let's just say that Teddy lies about small things, you know, just for his own whatever, right? Right. But the things he's telling Leonard, um, for the most part, is fairly true. You know, like the things that should be like real deal. Like, no, your wife is diabetic. No, you did this. We already found the guy. Let's just say that those things he says near the end slash beginning of this Middle. are true. Ugh, whatever are true right um yeah you're right it's the middle because it was after the black and white okay um <laughs> let's just say that's the case well then it's the end of the movie but the middle of the story <sighs> i know oh my god this movie is just a mind trip yeah <laughs> <sighs> we could do passion the desert the point, if you the... want <laughs> Yeah, that's that's next. <laughs> and he yeah. and he rolls in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 cleans a cheetah. Uh, passionately. Uh, passionately. In the desert. In the uh, desert. Anyways, back to what you were saying, Lee. I I'm just saying, like there's there's so much lying going on, we don't know for sure. Well, that's what, so that's what I was saying. We, is we think if like from one we, person, we know what Natalie's lying about. We know what Bert's lying about. But between Teddy and Leonard, we don't really know. And they're and they're that's really what the only movie. They're, they're really the only four characters in the movie. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. Everything else is, you know, I mean, nobody cares about like. Okay, so um, Chuck, you were asking. His wife looks familiar. Well, that's because she's been on CSI forever. That's who that person is. The woman. Uh, the character uh, Georgia Fox is her name. Georgia spelled J O R J A. That sounds like a stage name. So Georgia Fox. Um, and you got Sammy Jankis, who we've seen him from like everything. Yeah. Stephen Tobolowsky. Mm-hmm. Um, Ned Ned Bryerson, Groundhog's Day. Um, among like so he many. He is other actually things. a really good actor. Too. Um, yeah, he's, he is. he's hilarious. Um, you've got Dodd. I think when I see Dodd, all I think of is Butterfly Effect. He played his dad, the one who also had the same type of mental issue. You can't play God, son. And he like, starts choking him. You know, let it end with me. Um, that's another movie we haven't talked about is the original Butterfly Effect. Yeah. No one needs to talk about the other ones. Yeah. Eh, meh. Yeah. Oh, Will hates Butterfly Effect. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Sad times. I don't but like no, Ashton I mean, Kutcher. That's my whole problem with that movie. It was if it was anybody else in that role besides Ashton Kutcher, I would have probably enjoyed it. I just I can't. Get, I'll, I'll say I that can't I'll, get past Burn. I can't. I can't see anything else from him except for that seventy that, show. I oh can't. my gosh! That, if you can say okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't usually do this to Will because usually <laughs> Will ahead, and I, wow, wow, wow. Will and I usually <laughs> go ahead see a lot of the same thing. But if you're going to sit here and tell me to get past Titanic, so that way I can like <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. This is, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am not a huge I, Ashton Kutcher fan earned, either, but this right here, I but, that one. but this is a good movie. But that was a good movie though. Butterfly yeah. Effect, he did a real, because he actually plays himself like four or five different ways and he nails it every single time. 
He really he does. Really, really does. Um, but the thing is, like a lot of the movies that DiCaprio in, um, the all the all the new ones he's that he's in, I think they're great movies. I'm just not a fan of DiCaprio, but I like the movies though. I just don't mm-hmm. like him. Yeah, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, Will. You know, realize that sometimes the movie can be okay. You know, even if you don't like the actor, just get over it for a second and enjoy the movie. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come back. Come back. I deserve this. <laughs> Come back. Come back. I deserve, I, I deserve this. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? We were talking today. Lee and I were talking today. We have a friend who um, talks about TV shows with us. And we were t- he goes, did you see Obi-Wan yet? And we're uh, the trailer for it. Like, yeah, we, I, I can't wait. He goes, I said, it's going to be better than uh, Boba Fett. He goes, I loved Book of Boba Fett. And I was like, what? Oh, Aaron, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Well. Yeah, he was, he was very, like, ex- I, I've even talked to him. And so you guys... Obviously, we know as we've talked about this that I was the only one trying to be at bat for Boba, you know, uh, just because I'm like, somebody has to be on that side. Otherwise, yeah, this was horrible. All right. Good night, everybody. (laughs) So somebody has to be the advocate for for that, you know. Um, just like I've got my my Batman Forever collectible glasses up here on on display, um, somebody has to be at bat for that. Yeah, that's what, your Chuck, that's your that's it? your excuse. At you're bat. at bat for it. It's, that's it's your not. excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just at bat for Batman Forever. <laughs> I, I, whatever. Fail. Whatever. Epic. So the, fail. my point is my point is, um, even I when talking to him, he was like, "Oh yeah, this and that," and I'm like. Yeah, that wasn't that great. That that really wasn't that great. But okay, man, <laughs> good for you. Um, no, it was definitely not a fantastic show. Um, but I will say now that I'm like we, my daughter's been sick for the past few days with a fever and whatnot. She's doing a bit better. She's but she she's so excited to like jump up and down and and be like back to normal again that when she starts to feel better she acts like a maniac and then she gets sick and vomits again. I'm like, "Oh, great." That's kids. But um yeah, yeah, kids, especially her. She's so like active. Anyway, we spent a lot of time yesterday watching a bunch of Clone Wars and catching up. And through that um what happened was there was a big chunk of time. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. How much time there was a gap? But they kind of just like stopped at the end of episode of season five and then came back like five or six years later Mm. to finish off six and seven. And when you come back, like pretty much when they ended season five, you're like, whoa, this is getting intense. And then they're done. So I guess a bunch of fans were like, what the heck, man? So then Dave Filoni finally got the rights again by Disney to come back and do it again once Disney owned Star Wars, and they did 6 and 7, and now they're getting into this huge connection with... Uh, we all know Order 66. I know we're going way off on a tangent here. Really? You're... But Order 66, I know. I'm just saying, like, talking about Boba Fett and things that have come out recently, and Dave Filoni's been involved in, just like he was with Boba Fett. Um, Dave Filoni has Order nothing 66, to do with Memento. Nope. (laughs) I'm saying we were talking. Hey, this is not just... We talk about whatever we want to talk about here. Just the the main focus is Memento, but we talk about other stuff. That's why we're here. It's like a radio show. Um, But... (laughs) 
so there's a huge thing like Order 66 comes out, right? Execute Order 66 and all these clone troopers just immediately go and do a 180 and start just gunning down Jedi. Stormtroopers. Why? Because they're stormtroopers. No, they were clone. They were clone troopers. They were stormtroopers. Um, stormtroopers. They were clone troopers. <laughs> they were well, cl- clone troopers. They were clones. Listen, th- that that's that's the mandate. Order sixty six is the order, and they're just yeah. Do what you're told to do. That's right. What more but do you reason, need there, sir? <laughs> the reason why was because they actually had a chip implanted in their brain. Oh, that that made them more compliant to follow the orders directly. Good stuff. And. There was this one of this last episodes I watched. It was crazy. This one clone caught on to it and tried to tell everybody. He talked to the emperor or chancellor and tried to explain it to him. Next thing you know, he tried to kill him. And the Jedi are like, what are you doing? He's like, he tried to kill me and takes him out. And then you find out later on, like the, the like people are starting to be concerned. Like, wait, what if he's saying what he's saying is right? Like there's an order out there for us to kill Jedi at some point. And then you get at the end of that episode, he's like, they almost found out about Order 66. So I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. So they did a really cool job with that. Never mind, like, everything else they're doing, um, which we'll eventually get so into. The question but they here, are, they are, so the question here is, was the Chancellor lying? Was the Stormtroopers <laughs> lying? Or were the Jedi lying? Because we all uh, thought it was on the nose the that the Chancellor time. was lying. Come to find out, the <laughs> yes. Jedi were lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jedi lie. Yeah, they Off do. The Jedi lie a lot. They do. Yeah. Something else that I want to bring up about Memento, and then I think we're uh, this is going to be a really short one. We're going to wrap up and yeah, and, it's going to be a short move one. on to the next one. One more thing that I wanted to bring up, and I just thought about it, and it's another you know one of those what if questions. So, if Lenny's condition is real. And everything about Sammy is fake. How does Lenny come up with the story that he tells repeatedly? That's what I said. That's what I was trying to get at. But you didn't say that. But that's what I was saying. Like, how can the story about Sammy Jankus exist if he has no memory after his traumatic thing? That's why Chuck was saying, well... Well, if he's pulling... The, the, whole, the whole reason why I'm asking is the whole... the real traumatic experience. If he's pulling this memory from before his traumatic experience then everything that happened with Sammy is actually real. If he's making the story up afterwards to kind of like make up some excuse or, or, or some psychological thing going on where he has to like, oh no, this didn't happen to me, this happened to somebody else, then Lenny actually does remember everything and he's actually able to make new memories. No, what I'm saying is it, everything did happen up to the traumatic event. It's just in the midst of the traumatic event to cope with it, from that point on, his short-term memory... So he's creating... Hang on. So he's creating new memories as a coping mechanism? No, no. From He can't create new memories. That's the point of the, of the situation. Is From that moment on, he cannot create new memories. He remembers So everything. then everything that happened with Sammy is real. Whatever happened with Sammy is real, but it happened to him. It's just for his own coping mechanisms instead of blaming how would him he remember he created- how would if, if that's the case how would he remember ODing his wife on insulin because that happened after the traumatic event because that's what I was saying is that would be the traumatic event that caused his psyche to break um, okay so he takes up he so he takes a bump on the head and he forgets everything to the point where he's injecting his wife with way too much insulin and then there's a, a second traumatic event where he really does forget everything I mean, I'm just trying to understand that's, where it is you're coming that's a, from. That's a really out there theory, but 
I'm I'm actually trying to understand where Chuck is coming from because that's what you're kind of making it sound like. You're making it sound like okay, so there was a home invasion and his wife was assaulted and Lenny takes his bump on the noggin and he has short-term memory loss, but maybe he has short-term memory loss or or maybe not. And he's either completely gone mentally or he's just faking it until he makes it to the point so where that's, he that's injects his wife with way then. too much insulin so that, so and then after he injects his wife with insulin now it's all of a sudden psychological I'm I'm just I'm not saying that you're wrong Chuck I'm just no. trying to understand so my, my where new, you're so a go new, ahead a new way of looking at it then for me would be and, and it's weird because my, my, my point of view as probably yours are too are, are shifting throughout this yeah. entire discussion because no one really knows what is what is um but maybe this is just a theory maybe his wife was killed in the bathroom and as the coping mechanism for him he created this whole character of sammy jenkins that actually caused her to od um as another way of coping in a twisted kind of way um so the whole story of sammy jenkins was made up his wife actually did die in the bathroom. She didn't come. She, she wasn't just injured because she was in that plastic. She was in the shower curtain, wasn't she? Like wrapped up. Right. Yeah. They had um, her wrapped up yeah. in the shower curtain. Um, so because that's the thing that his when he when he hires the escort, he's asking her to replay that not to replay. Right. Let me inject you, you know, um, right. So unless the story of Sammy, that's what he's trying. That's what he's trying to was to impose as his actual memory. That's his. What? He's trying to reinforce that as, as his memory. The right. door slamming? Well, the whole bathroom, the whole bathroom thing. Scene. Like, she's in the bathroom. But yeah. the escort wasn't wrapped up in a in a curtain. The escort wasn't assaulted. The escort, I mean, the escort's no, just kind of in no. the bathroom, you know, doing coke. So, <laughs> right. what what is being, what, there's nothing being reinforced here except for the door being slammed. I think just the memory, that that's his memory. And he knows, you know, obviously when he sees her, it's like, you're not my wife. He gets that because he knows his wife looked like. But it was something to reinforce, oh, this is me coping with this situation and showing a a more positive uh, ending that's, and result. To of me, this. that's weak. Yeah, I, well, the whole thing is weak in that case because, like, <laughs> what else is he doing here? My, what else is he doing? My, Do we have a better solution? I, I don't think we will. I don't think we will ever figure out right. the solution to this. And... I'll be honest. I my head's starting to hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god. I honestly I so. thought I honestly thought the difficulty of this movie would be how to talk about it in sequence. I never thought that the difficulty of this movie would be talking about what actually happened. Well, that <laughs> right. was that was. I mean, sure, uh, sure. So I guess many, so many questions, not enough answers. No, not enough answers. I say we blame not Lee. It's Lee's fault. Um. And <laughs> no, yeah, thanks. I mean, I, 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 I mean, to the both of your your points, I think going about it this way, just talking about the movie in general, worked a lot better than me going in order. I think that would have taken forever. Oh my god, I was actually kind of worried about that. So, yeah, well, I was listening. On. I was listening to. I'll be honest. I was listening to the way we were going through the notes, and I was like, "How how are we going to follow this?" <laughs> Well, because you're doing it in order, but you have to back up to end up where you were at, to back up even further, to end up where you're at, to back up. That's so 
wasn't going to do I, I honestly wasn't going to do it like that. I was just going to break everything down the way that it happened. And then, you know, I had like big, big plot points that we would discuss. But we discussed pretty much all of them. Yeah. In this one. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. We can we can move on. I'm good with this one. <laughs> I don't think I don't think yeah, we'll ever too. find. The an answer to this to these questions, to be honest. All right. And I think that was I think that was Nolan's point. And that's what he did with that's what he did with Tenant, and that's why I say this is I really this is hope they do I, I disagree with this. This is not Tenant. This has no, more. It's not, it's, this has it's more. Tenant. This either. has more of a, a of a of a clear cut narrative where you're supposed to ask questions about what a mental disorder is. Can you be trusted? Who's a reliable narrator and who's not? What is a lie? I think we've gone through a, a lot of that in this podcast. Tenant was just. Yeah, I, I, I will I, say I that. To say, can you with, please? Can you please? Can you please pronounce the word properly? Because it's supposed to be the same backwards as is forward. That's the point of it. Tenant. It's not ten. Tenant. Tenant. It's not somebody who lives in a home. It's tenet. Ten, tenet. No, T-E-N-E-T. I'm not. T e n e t. I'm not going to do that. Sorry, I'm going to pronounce it the way that I want to. But that's the whole point. That's the entire point of the title. I don't care. I'm going to pronounce it the way I want to. But here's the difference, though. <laughs> I again, I've only watched like 20, 25 minutes of Tenant. Um. With this movie, did it too. <laughs> with this, with this movie, with Memento, the storyline is easy to follow when you're watching it. It's that very, very easy to follow. Oh, yeah. With Tenet, I Tenet. watched the first 20 minutes and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And then you watch the last 20 minutes and you're like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, I'm good. I'm good too. Yeah. We're done. All right. All right. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Bye, guys. See ya.